Welcome to Truth and Liberty. Thank you for joining our interactive daily broadcast where trusted leaders bring insights and analysis to the issues from a biblical perspective. According to the Bible, it's the truth you know that sets you free. So call in today to get biblical answers, information, and resources to help you stand for truth and effect godly change in our nation and the world. And now here's your host, Richard Harris. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Truth and Liberty Live call-in show. I'm Richard Harris, uh, your host for today, and just super excited to have uh, my good friend Janet Porter joining me. Uh, Janet is uh, joining us from, uh, I'm assuming you're in Ohio today, Janet. It's just awesome to have you with us, and uh, you're kind of a regular now on Truth and Liberty, and it's so good to have you with us. Uh, let me just introduce you to the audience. For those of you who don't know, Janet Porter is a hero in the pro-life movement. Uh, she was the author and uh, really the force behind the first uh, heartbeat bill in America passed in the state of Ohio several years ago. And that's the law that says if you can detect a heartbeat, then it's illegal to abort the baby. And so uh, it was a groundbreaking measure that sort of uh, started the the, cavil, the, the the avalanche of events that led to the reversal of Roe versus Wade. Now we have, Janet, uh, how many? We have 15 states in America that have a heartbeat bill. That's the on the law. That's the law on the books today, right? Yeah, 15 states, uh, 18 heartbeat laws, three states passed it twice. So uh, the, the ball keeps moving. The momentum is there. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to keep hearts beating. Well, that's awesome. Janet, you are a real hero and and you're a, a, just a dynamo. I mean, you are always doing something great for God and, and I don't know where we'd be without you. So I'm just honored to have you on the show today. We're just a little more than a year uh, past the uh, Supreme Court decision in Dobbs versus Middleton that uh, overturned Roe versus Wade. So over 50 years of, uh, of Supreme Court protected uh, murder of babies in the womb in America uh, came to an end, but it shifted the battle to the states. And uh, we're gonna talk here in the program at length about what's been going on in your home state of Ohio, but just sort of if you could refresh our, our viewers today with sort of what's been happening since Dobbs was decided. What's been going on since uh, Roe versus Wade was overturned? Can you kind of bring us up to speed? Well, I'll just kind of give you the gist. I still remember the day Roe fell to the ash heap of history. I was standing next to you uh, and yes. my husband uh, got the text, told me Roe is dead. And I turned to you and said, Roe is dead. Babies will live. And that's the banner that's hanging uh, downstairs in our living room. I still have, have refused to take that down. Um, so, so what it did is it, it basically, I believe, lifted the curse off of America and removed all the barriers from us protecting children. Uh, the only thing standing in the way of us restoring full legal protection of children is, uh, is us. Uh, mm. but, uh, but, but what we're finding out in of late, and as we talk about what's happening now, uh, they've got a, they've got a new national strategy. They've got a, a new way to attack children. And if they couldn't get through the legislatures, as we've seen nearly uh, half the, half the country is, is provided, uh, nearly all or most protection. Uh, we just saw most recently in Florida, uh, the heartbeat bill, uh, become law there. Um, but, but what they're still fighting with it in Iowa, it's, they've passed it twice there. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, all these battles that are going on, the one that, in my opinion, is the most dangerous is what they are doing now in Ohio. Uh, it's the same thing that they have done in California, in Vermont, in Kansas, and in Michigan most recently. 
recently, where they go directly to the Constitution to insert their radical abortion until birth agenda. And uh, typically on the ballot, typically the most money wins. Uh, so, so we are now facing facing that in the state of Ohio. I know I'm jumping ahead of your questions, but but that's no, okay. uh, that I think is where the battle is the hottest. And if they can win in Ohio, they're coming to you next. So I just think that yeah. uh, we need to. Uh, it's all hands on deck. No matter you whether you live in Ohio or whether you don't, this is where the battle is the hottest. And as Martin Luther said, if we're faithful on all other battlefronts besides where the battle is the hottest. And he said, we're a traitor to the cause. And so we've got to, uh, just as we had to rally behind Michigan to try to help them, uh, we were unsuccessful, sadly. Um, but we need we need all the help we can get in the state of Ohio. And that includes all the intercessors who are watching right now. We need your help. So, so folks, so you know, um, the Supreme Court in Dobbs versus Mississippi held that the U.S. Constitution does not have a, the, the fundamental right of abortion. Okay, it doesn't have a right to abortion in it. And it's a question that's left up to the states uh, and even possibly the federal government to regulate. So now you have battles taking place in states uh, all over the union over what is there a right to abortion if there is, how far does it go, um, and all this sort of thing. And so Janet is saying that there's a, they're trying to do something in Ohio now that they've done in four other blue states. Ohio is not a blue state. It's, it's, most people consider it a swing state. It's a little bit of a red state. Uh, I think the average person in Ohio is pretty conservative for the most part. And uh, we need to stop this in Ohio. Uh, it's absolutely vital. So I just want to kind of unpack it a little bit, Janet. What is, now there was a vote that just happened um, and I'd like you just to kind of explain to everybody what was on the ballot yesterday in Ohio and, and what was the result? Sure. It was issue one, and it was an effort by the legislature, and I commend them for it, for, for saying, you know what, we're not going to let the highest bidder come in and, and unravel and destroy our Constitution. We're going to build a wall. We're going to protect our Constitution so that a majority vote can't take away our basic rights, our basic laws, like the heartbeat law, like like the woman's right to know and partial birth abortion ban. In the same way, we wouldn't put our federal Constitution up to a majority vote because, quite frankly, um, there'd be some there'd probably be some states that don't have uh, the freedom of speech and the freedom of religion if majority and, and, and dark money and blood money could come in and unravel that. So we, we it's interesting that, that the Democratic Party was one that was trying to say, no, 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 it should be a 50 percent, one man, one vote, one person, one vote. But their own convention, their Democratic platform, they need two thirds of a vote. They need 60 percent to change their own platform. But there they were mm -hmm. saying, oh, no, 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 we want to be able to buy out Ohio. And this is the thing. Uh, a lot of blood money, a lot of dark money, a lot of outside money, outspent 10 to 1 by one estimate, 3 to 1 uh, when looking at other groups that were involved. Um, we're, we're looking at, at, at that kind of money can buy a lot of deception. There are a lot of people who were confused about what happened because what we were trying to do is raise the level to 60% to say you can't, you can't unravel our Constitution with a simple majority vote. We can't give it to the highest bidder. But we lost yesterday. And the only thing worse than losing yesterday's vote is if we had won yesterday's vote and lost in November, because what that would have done is locked in a 60% margin. If they if they would have won with a 60% margin in November, that would have been very, very difficult to unravel. So it is, um, it's actually a blessing in disguise when their their vote was, uh, it was 57 to 42. That's, that's a big margin. That means they're yeah. almost at 60%. So that even if we would have built that wall and protected our constitution saying you can't change it unless you've got 60% of the vote, they might have got that. 
And so I'm yeah. glad they didn't in, in that regard. And, and so what we've got to do is, is, is rally the troops. One of the things John Adams said, I just was reading this today uh, in the Light and Glory book, Peter Marshall's and uh, David mm-hmm. uh, Manuel's book. And, and I, I just thought it was very fitting. He said, the furnace of affliction produces refinement in states as well as individuals. And the state of Ohio is going through fire right now. And we're going to see uh, who's going to come out gold or whether we're, uh, we're going we're gonna to burn. I feel like uh, the f- three Hebrew, Hebrew children, uh, that if the Lord saves us, he saves us. If we perish, we perish. But, but we're going in the fire. We're going to march in there and we're going we're gonna to take down Goliath. And I think I have one advantage um, that, that, that counters the lies that we face. And that is, I've seen Goliath fall. I was there with you when Roe versus yeah. Wade fell to the ground. I right. I was there when heartbeat laws became became the law of the land around the country when they first said it was impossible. I mean, I remember when when it was the heartbeat law that again says if a heartbeat's detected, the baby's protected. That was once the ceiling; it's now the floor. Um, and so I, I had a, a, a meeting uh, this week with a, a, a guy running for the U.S. Senate and explained to him, no, 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 we don't want a 15 week. That's woefully inadequate in Congress. We can get a heartbeat bill. Uh, and uh, we saw in Congress we had more co-sponsors than any other pro-life bill in Congress. We had to raise that bar. But but I want to say is that was said to be impossible. Um, the right. fact that we're Americans. I mean, the fact that we took on the most, the most powerful nation on earth, and yet here we are Americans. By the way, David Barton points out, you heard it said, that that only 25% of America supported the revolution. Only 78% were involved in it, and yet here we are. We are we yeah. are the United States of America because we made an appeal to heaven. Um, that's that's the right. secret. We, have, we are one nation under God, and Ohio is the only state with a Bible verse as its motto. That with God, all things are possible. And uh, I believe it because Jesus was the one who said it. Mm. Amen. Amen. We'll stand on that. You know, you you mentioned um, the three Hebrew children in the fiery furnace, Janet. And of course, uh, the there was a fourth man with them, one like unto the Amen. Son of Man, who was standing with them. And they emerged without even the smell of smoke on them or even the singe, uh, nothing singed their hair or their or the ropes on their hands. So, you know, uh, the battle is not over until God says it's over. And uh, right. this battle is not over in Ohio. Um, and so so everybody understands what happened. Um, the, the, the people in favor of life and the right to life, uh, including advocates in the legislature, uh, had put on the ballot a constitutional amendment, state constitutional amendment, uh, to raise the bar from 51% to 60% to amend the Constitution as a way of blocking these radical uh, Soros-funded, crazy Planned Parenthood people and LGBT lobby from from locking abortion and transgender uh, uh, mutilation into the state Constitution. Well, it failed yesterday by 57 to 42% which is a landslide by almost any more anybody's assessment. So the question becomes, what happened yesterday and why was the margin so wide? And uh, let's just talk about that for a second so people can kind of understand what's going on. Sure. Well, one of the things I try to tell people to break through the confusion, um, we were saying, hey, defend our Constitution. I was mostly saying defend life, defend liberty, you know, um, mm-hmm. because a lot of people, ah, our Constitution, is that really worth it for me to come out on the 8th of August? Mm-hmm. I got family vacation, a lot going on. This is the middle of summer. This doesn't seem like election time. So there was a lot of that going on. But what I tried to point to is, is hey, who's who's behind the people who want a no vote? And let me read you some of them. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, 
uh, this week, just this week, the mayor of Cleveland, uh, uh, Justin Bibb, said, said, hey, you know what? Basically, I'll summarize the statement is, is if we can win in this issue, we're coming for your guns next. That's the point. You don't give away your rights to the highest bidder, whoever has the most money to come in and deceive the voters. So you, are, you have the gun grabbers, you have the dark money, the pro, pro-choice Ohio, uh, the Communist Party of Ohio. When you talk about dark money, this is Marxist money, literally. Uh, Black Lives Matter. New Voices for Reproductive Rights, the Democratic Socialists of America, the Columbus New Liberals, the Black Out and Prouds. You've got the uh, the LGBT QRSTD agenda, Cleveland Buy Plus Network, Planned Parenthood. You get the gist. It was it was that that group of people, the Democratic Party, uh, who again they need they need sixty percent of the vote to change their own constitution, but they wanted to come in and and make sure Ohioans could could buy what they want. Um, so, but but I saw a lot of a lot of people that were unified, like. For example, in the heartbeat bill, you know, we couldn't get right to life to back us. They they fought us for eight years. We couldn't get a lot of the rhinos. But in this case, a lot of rhinos, a lot of, of the right to life groups were all united. And it gave me some degree of hope. There was some unity, but I think there was more confusion. And if I were to say yeah. that 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 the number one thing, the one thing that we need to change more than anything, and that is the pastors, because there's three lies we've got to overcome. And one is, I believe, the greatest lie of, of the last century, of the 20th century, and that is that this so-called separation of church and state, to keep church out of the cultural issues. That is, in my opinion, uh, it, where, where pastors are afraid of losing their 501c3, they are, they've been self-censoring for decades, and we can't afford to do that anymore. We simply can't. So that lie yeah. needs to be overcome. Pastors need to take to the pulpit. And, and one of the things we did in this campaign, Richard, is we put out a memo uh, with the help of Liberty Council. We've asked Asked them to, to draw up a memo. God bless uh, Richard Mast and, and Matt Staver. And they said, listen, pastors, you not only have a right to speak up, you have a responsibility to actually tell your people how to vote on this issue of moral, um, this moral issue. And then in the fall, they'll have that same right. And Liberty Council says, listen, if anybody comes to you, they give you any grief, we'll defend you for free. Uh, they're the same mm. group, the same very well-established and respected organization that defended Kim uh, uh, Kim Davis. She was the Kentucky clerk who who went to jail mm-hmm. because she refused to uh, to sign and, and notarize a, a fraudulent homosexual wedding. Um, they defended her. And they defended. They've defended me uh, with everything from a nativity scene to uh, to where we are allowed to uh, to spread the gospel yeah. in public. And so, so that's one they thing. They represented Pastor, us too. Yeah. Just yeah. Just know you've got you. You're safe. You're safe to speak on this issue. Um, but if you don't, I'm not so sure that you're safe from uh, from God's judgment if you don't. So mm. so number line number one, we got to get rid of this church getting out of the out of the cultural issue, the separation of, of so-called separation of church and state. Line number two uh, is is that uh, that really the enemy's too big. You know what? Um, I heard it said that. That if, if you are impressed by the size of your problem, impressed by the size of your adversary, um, then you are uh, then, 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 then you are basically if you've been watching the media, if you've been listening to the news, that's that's called self-imposed discouragement. Um, we've got to get our eyes back on Jesus and realize that our God, he sits above the circle of the earth, as it says in Isaiah 40, and, and its inhabitants are as grasshoppers. They may look like Goliath to us, but to our God that we're allowed to sit next to him in heavenly places. That's what he said, that we can actually strategize with God and look down at this world and say, wait, all those giants, they don't look, they don't look so big from up here. Um, and God's, God made it very clear that, that, um, that that's, hmm. that's, uh, that's really our position, that, that we can uh, join with him in that divine strategy. And the third, the third lie is, is that there's nothing we can do. 
And that, I think, is the biggest lie of all. When people sit on their hands and say, well, what can I do? A pastors that say, well, you know, I, I, I don't like the way it's going, but there's nothing I can do. And I'm just saying there is. This is the call to arms. This is our moment to stand up and to speak up. We're going to forever wish we had. Amen. Amen. Well, so you had, you were telling me before we went live a little bit of the numbers on this, that you had about 30% voter turnout uh, yeah. for this special ballot measure emergency election. So uh, come the, the fall, you'll probably have a little bit of a higher turnout, I would imagine, in a regular November election. What's your, what's your guess as to um, how many votes do you need to pick up in order to stop the, the measure that's coming in the fall? I'm going to have to look at that. Um, we had 1.3 million yes votes. Um, we're going to, I'd like to, I'd like to triple that actually. Um, yeah. But, but this is, this is it. I think again, the confusion worked to their advantage. Yes. They went out and well, they, by the way, all their petition gatherers were paid too, by the way. Um, in fact, yes, some of our of people witnessed to the petition gatherers and they said, you know, uh, doesn't your life count? Aren't you glad you were born? We had some of them say, you know what? Yeah. I'm only doing this because of the money, and and they prayed that they prayed prayed to get him another job. So they bought the 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 signatures, they bought the ads, they bought the 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 uh, the deception uh, and the communication that told people that they were for the Constitution, they were for the people's rights, they were for women, um, and that's one of the things they're going to still do in the fall. But I think that what we're going to see is a more unified message. Most of the messaging that I saw from all the the, the groups and the money that that were spent in Ohio were pro constitution Constitution. Come out and vote to protect the Constitution in the middle of August. Not a big ask, not something, in my opinion, that's going to motivate them. What I said and the ad that we ran uh, all over the place was, was this, that, that I worked to pass uh, the partial birth abortion, the nation's first partial birth abortion that passed in Ohio, parental consent, fetal homicide, uh, the, the uh, woman's right to know law, the 24-hour waiting period, and uh, the, the nation's, we introduced the nation's first heartbeat law. But if they win in November, Every one of those laws will be gone overnight, and in its place will be abortion until birth. And oh, here's a bonus for you. It's going to be the transgender movement's agenda. They'll come right along with it, just like they did in Michigan, that a child can be castrated, mutilated, uh, chemically altered, and become sterile without you, mom and dad, ever knowing or, or giving your consent. So it is the radical agenda that they're trying to insert in the heartland of America. And I'm telling you, it's always, as long as I've grown up, we've always heard, as Ohio goes, so goes the nation. That's why this matters, because if they can win here, they can take it anywhere. So Janet, I want to, I want you to say that again, because I want to make sure people understand this, that the ballot measure that's coming on the fall in November in Ohio will have abortion up to birth, right? So it doesn't matter. Yes. It could be the, the, the woman could be in labor and the baby could be killed. Uh, that's, right. that's number one. Number two, any person in Ohio uh, no matter the age, no matter the mental capacity or anything like that, has a fundamental right to decide for themselves what so-called uh, reproductive health care they get. And of course, that includes abortion and transgender surgery. So yes. cutting off bar body parts, mutilation, sterilization, uh, puberty blockers. So we're talking on children and minors without parental consent or notice written into the Ohio Constitution, and that's what we're looking at. And did I get that and right? 
Yes, and here's how they're doing it. Um, the abortion is flat out. That's just there. You can read it. That's that's that they're basically unraveling every law we've passed, putting abortion till birth in it. But here's what they do. And they're saying the state shall not interfere. They say that every individual, notice their language. They don't say every adult has a right to make and carry out their own reproductive choices. It's every individual. That means a 12-year-old whose teacher convinces little Johnny that he's a girl because they saw him play with a doll one day. Um, they said, we're yeah. gonna, just going to give you the, you don't tell mom and dad, and we're not going to tell them your preferred pronouns. That's already being done. Um, and 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 we're yeah. going to we're gonna just go ahead and give you these puberty blockers. Come down to the school clinic. We're just going to give you these uh, and, and, and chemically castrate you and make you sterile. And mom and dad will be none the wiser um, because it says that they, that they will be able to make their, and any individual, every individual has the right to make and carry out their, re, their own reproductive choices, including Including, but not limited to abortion. So they're putting the whole gamut in there. And we saw it in Michigan. We're seeing it here. It's certainly the case in California as well. Um, it's, the, it's the whole nine yards. It is as bad as it gets. And that's why we've got to wake up the church more than anything. Well, folks, we're here on the Truth and Liberty live call-in show. And my special guest today is Janet Porter. Uh, Janet is the founder of Faith to Action, uh, a real leader in the pro-life movement, um, a champion of the faith, I believe, and just a great friend. If you have questions for Janet or about this whole agenda or anything related to it, or even any Bible questions or anything else, I would just love to hear from you today. And I want to know from you guys, um, why do you think that the liberals are gaining ground in the states. What is it? Because I, I, I'm curious. It seems to be a mixed up uh, situation as people are getting really confused out there. So I'd love to hear from you. Just call in today, 719-2341 with your questions for Janet. And uh, also, if you need prayer today, Andrew's uh, prayer lines are open 24-7, a prayer center that is staffed with Word of God trained, spirit-filled, anointed prayer ministers who are, want to agree with you in prayer and Believe me, folks, we get miracles every day out of this phone center uh, of, of blind eyes being opened, bodies being healed, people being saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, just incredible testimonies. So call into that number if you need prayer, 719-635-1111. All right, Janet, so you were mentioning uh, some of the uh, groups that were, that were fighting against raising the bar in the Constitution, and it sounds like a who's who list of America and freedom haters. And I'm just yes. curious, um, what was the messaging on that side? How is it that they were so effective? What were they saying that persuaded so many people to vote against this? Women's rights are in danger. Our constitution hangs in the balance. It's, it, we need one person, one vote. They want to make it so 40% of the people control the state, that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it was it was your usual deception. Um, and, and we're going to see more of it, I know, in the fall about women's rights. And this is the other thing they're talking about is, is, you know, denying a woman the care after she's had a miscarriage. There's nobody doing that. There's nobody right. that wants to do that. And so right. so these are all they're just again, if they're going to kill babies, what makes us think they're not going to lie? Um, mm -hmm. So so this is this is what to expect. And I'll tell you, Blood money buys a lot of deception. They buy a lot of deceptive ads, and a lot of people uh, are are very fickle. People are are sheep. They're 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 absolute absolutely. I mean, that's why you saw in 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 uh, Jesus' time uh, the the same people who were screaming, who were yelling Hosanna uh, uh, by the end of the week were yelling crucify him. Uh, they're very fickle, and they they're they're easily swayed. And so we've got to be able to to do what our founding fathers did. Honestly, I I think that the message again is that pastors the the the, the foundation of America. 
And I was reading this again today about, about how it was our nation was formed. Almost all of what we see in the Declaration of Independence can be found in sermons by those who yes. considered themselves to be the Black Robe Regiment, those pastors yes. who, who spoke for equality, who spoke for, for uh, uh, the ability to, to uh, have freedom and liberty. And this, this, the same phrases that popped up, they were the same things that are written in sermons. Almost all of it stem from the pulpit. And what we find is too many pastors are, and I don't want to beat up on pastors. I know they've got a lot of a lot of people already beaten up on them. I know it's a hard job. And I remember uh, hearing about a, a pastor of mine once that fell. And my first thought was, I wish I would have prayed for him more. We need to pray for our Amen. pastors. We need to pray courage to, to them and 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 boldness and bind fear and and bind this this the deception that says that they've got to stay quiet. This is very very. This is vital. This is, I believe, what's gonna gonna make or break whether we keep our nation, whether we we hang on to America. Um, but I'm not I'm not intimidated by the size of the giant, by the size of the enemy. I look back not only in our American history and why we are a country when we've gone up against the most powerful nation on earth and never expected to win, but but I remember. I remember a very, very good friend of mine uh, and a mentor. Uh, I was discipled by Phyllis Schlafly. And when Phyllis Schlafly took on the Equal Rights Amendment, she faced it virtually alone. Let me give you, let me give you a couple of those numbers. When, when the Equal Rights Amendment passed in the House, it was a 354 vote to 23. 354 to 23. In the Senate, it was 84 to 8. Only eight U.S. senators stood wow. up and said, no, we're not going to back this wow. Equal Rights Amendment because, boy, it sounds so nice and positive. And as state after state kept buying the lie and they were changing the rules and extending the, the deadlines, she stood, she stood virtually alone. And she tells the story about how she was, it's in our movie Light Winds, about how she was in the, in the, the, the legislature of the Illinois House of Representatives. And, and she was going on Nightline uh, alongside Eleanor Schmiel, founder of the National Organization of Some Women, right? And, and so- <laughs> They uh, they asked her. They said, "Miss Schmeel, they, they ended up ended up winning. They, 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 what happened was one of the uh, the black representative's mother got to him and said, "Don't you dare force you force your sisters and your daughters to go into combat." And just basically, it was a turn that was un, unexpected, all because one woman stood against a freight train and would not back down. And when Nightline asked Eleanor Schmeel of now, they said, "Miss Schmeel, you said you had the votes. What happened?" And she replied, there was something very powerful working against us, and I certainly don't mean people. If the National mm. Organization of Women recognized there was something very powerful working against them, it's time that the church recognizes there's someone very powerful working with us as we stand with him on the side of righteousness. And so we've mm. seen Goliath fall before. We've seen it in our history. We've seen it in our recent history, and we're going to see it again. Um, but what yeah. we need to understand, and this is this is one of the things that 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 inspired me when I was going to, to introduce that heartbeat bill, the very first one, and people said it can't be done and it's impossible, and all we do is regulate around the edges of abortion. What Winston Churchill said, <laughs> the guy that saved Western civilization, that went up against the Nazis and stood alone, he said, "Great success always comes at the risk of enormous failure." That's where we are mm -hmm. right now. We're facing the risk of enormous failure, but that's the only way you get the victory. That's the only way you see success. Well, Janet, uh, Ohio has been here before. 
the church in Ohio has been on the line before, and uh, I believe that you have a history there of, um, you know, that you can you can summon up and, and remind people of, of how the church has been rallied before uh, to stand against un- ungodliness and unrighteousness. Um, and and if, if in November, if we can clearly present the message of what this ballot measure will do, it's only going to take 51% of the vote to defeat it. And so uh, we need to talk when we come back after the break about what the church can do, how we're going to get this done, and uh, how we're going to rally pastors and churches uh, to defend the unborn and, the, and the, the, the right to life. So folks, we're coming up on a break here in about 45 seconds. I want to remind you that this is the Truth and Liberty Live call-in show and that you can call in and ask questions, whatever they may be, or share your comments about this subject, and we would love to hear from you. Uh, and the number is 719-619-2341. And our special guest today is Janet. Porter. Uh, Before we go to the break, let me also remind you that the Truth and Liberty Conference is coming up. And uh, Janet is going to be one of our speakers at the conference. It's September 7th through the 9th here in Woodland Park, Colorado on the beautiful campus of Karis Bible College. And it is going to be an amazing event. If you haven't yet, be sure to register on our website at truthandliberty.net. It's a free event, uh, but it's going to be a great time as you're going to be fired up and equipped to go out and stand for truth in the public square. All right, we're going to take a break now. It's going to take about 90 seconds, and we'll be right back after that with Janet Porter. The moment you believe your healing is done, and it's just a matter of time until whatever the symptoms are, are gone. You observe what Jesus did and try in your mind and say, I'm making a judgment that Jesus paid the price for me. We focus on what the doctors can do for us more than what God can do for us. Say, God is my healer not the doctor. At Truth and Liberty Coalition, we work to unify, educate, and mobilize the body of Christ to change nations. That's why I want to encourage you to go to our website at truthandliberty.net and subscribe so that you can begin receiving regular updates uh, about our show, news items, action alerts, blog posts, and much, much more. Uh, All you have to do is go to the website, click subscribe, share your email address, and you'll begin to be equipped to stand for truth in the public square. Hi, my name is Carrie Pickett, and like many of you, I wear lots of hats. But most of all, I'm a child of God. Ever since I was young, my desire has been to share the unconditional love of God. There is nothing more rewarding to me than people changing their lives and then changing the world. That's why I'm inviting you to join me wherever you are, and let's discover together these foundational truths that will transform your life. Hey, folks, we're back here on the Truth and Liberty Live Call-In Show. I'm Richard Harris, and our guest today is Janet Porter. Thank you for tuning in. And, Janet, thanks for coming on the show. We've been talking about what's going on in the state of Ohio on the issue of life and transgender stuff, uh, mutilation of children with transgender surgery without parental consent. Both of these things are coming onto the ballot in a state question in November. So, you know, it kind of reminds me, Janet, of when in the Bible— Uh, You know, uh, uh, Joshua says to the people, um, choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will choose the Lord. And you remember also Elijah when he gave them the choice and said, if if Baal is God, serve him. If, if If the Lord is God, then serve him. 
The church in Ohio is being called now to answer a similar question. Do you really believe that human beings have an inalienable right to life regardless of how old they are? Do you believe that parents have the right and calling to uh, supervise and make decisions on behalf of their children? And do you believe that uh, God knew what he was doing when he said he made them male and female and that he didn't put boys and girls' bodies and boys and girls and boys' bodies and on and on? The church has an opportunity here, a calling to stand up and testify and witness for truth. So I'm wondering, what are we going to do? What's the plan? What's the strategy? Obviously, number one is pray. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that? You know, um, I uh, I want to start with 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 something that that I think people need to hear because there's a lot of people who are discouraged right now. A lot of people yep. came out and they gave it their all and uh, and we lost. Um, but uh, but that's uh, failure is not final. Uh, and this is what Jerry Falwell said. You do not determine a man's greatness by his talent or wealth as the world does, but rather by what it takes to discourage him. And and that's really where we are right now. Um, and and so I heard a I heard a sermon recently by Rick Joyner, and he talked about how uh, you remember King Saul when when uh, he was waiting on Samuel to come and and give the uh, to give give that sacrifice, and men started leaving and looked like they needed to get ready for battle, and people were ready to attack, and and he you know he hurried up and did the sacrifice himself. And that's when he lost his kingship. And I always thought, you know, that doesn't seem that bad to me. I mean, I probably would have rushed in and done something too. And, and, and Rick Joyner said, look at how David answered it differently. In Ziglag, David lost everything. He lost yeah. it all. His, his wives, his, his kids, his, you know, his, his, his everything. And his own men are picking up stones to kill him. Now, if there was ever a time to rush to battle, to go back and recover it, that would be that. That would be then. But that's not what David did. He stopped. And he inquired of the Lord and, and he said, should I go out? And he, the Lord said, yeah, you're going to recover all. And, and, you know, he got spoils on top of that. But I think that, that this is a moment where there needs to be a pause. I mean, I can tell you, I've been involved in a lot of campaigns. I can tell you a lot of things we've done and a lot of things that did work and some that, you know, a lot of things that didn't work. Um, I think we need to get with God. And I think we mm. need to hear his voice and his strategy. I really do. Amen. This is not business as usual. This is not, uh, uh, I'll just say, I'm, I'm an Ohioan. I was born here. I was raised here. And, and we have never been in this place in Ohio. This is the most lethal, the most dangerous election, ballot initiative in the state that has ever come before us in, in, in our history. And if we don't rise up, uh, we're going to go to bed in Ohio. We're going to wake up in New York. Um, they're calling it the California, the Californication of, of Ohio. This is, this is what they want to do. Um, and, and I see it. I see it where they want to do not just, in, as we mentioned, in California, New Hampshire, and Kansas, Michigan. Um, they, they, they've already announced Florida's next. So we had better get our act together. We had better find out how to do this in the next few weeks or the next several weeks. Um, or, or again, we're going to wake up in, in a place we don't recognize. And so, so yeah. it's the pastors. We're going to get another, I'm going to go back to Matt Staver. <laughs> he, I, he, I know he's getting sick of me. I wear people out, but, but uh, I, uh, I, I, I remember I, I was sending a text to my pastor and saying, can you play our ad? Can you play our ad? And, and, uh, and, and I know they're getting sick of me asking, you know, but, but you know what? The verse that I read that morning was about that persistent widow. She kept knocking on the door until even an unrighteous judge would open the door. And so that was, uh, that's what we've got to do. We've got to not have the fear of man. 
it's not about being liked. Believe me, in the heartbeat battle, I was probably the least liked person in the state state legislature uh, because we ran against rhinos. We we actually called them out for for their fraudulent pro life positions and their blocking of the pro life bill. But we've got to realize that we serve. We serve a God who is greater than every giant that we face and that he works through people and he's famous for working through remnants. That's the thing I love about God. Yes, we're going to need a majority vote, but but it was a, it's a remnant that I think that can get this machine moving. It's the pastors speaking from the pulpits with courage. And I, and I think that what happened uh, yesterday, we had a dry run. We had some people that were motivated, some pastors that have never spoken from the pulpit before on, on political issues. And, and, and that was a good start. Um, but we've got to we've got to we've got to dial it up to a to a 50 <laughs> right now. We've got to do everything we can. Uh, and it's 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 the pastors, I believe, is the, is the key. Um, it's the it's the prayer movement. But it's not just sit home and pray. It's it's come and, and work. Pray while you work. It's like the, the, the those who built the wall in Nehemiah. You know what? You got a sword in one hand. You got your your trow in the other. And, and, and we've got to we've got to work and pray. Um, and, and that's that's where it is. And we've got to work together. And I think that there's there's a call for people even out of state. Yeah. Yeah. Out of state. I mean, I went to Michigan. I'm not a Michigander, but I went there for several weeks uh, to try and help them. Why? Because that's where the battle is the hottest. Because you know what? God cares about Michigan babies too. He cares about Ohio babies and Kansas babies. And and, I, and I'll tell you, and, and let me just tell you a quick little story. I was in 20, uh, 2011. No, it was 2013. I was testifying for the Kansas heartbeat bill. We had a group of legislators, maybe a little over a dozen legislators. I testified in the committee and I was meeting and speaking with a dozen or so legislators. And they all said, well, you know what? Only one state passed the heartbeat bill. That was at that time, it was Arkansas in 2013. And in the middle of that meeting, they're like, you know, we, we, we there's only one state that's done that. We don't, you know, we're really not, le- they're not leaders, right? So the, as that meeting took place, a, a text came in from North Dakota that the governor of North Dakota had signed the second heartbeat law. And we presented, we, we presented that. The timing was perfect. And we said, look, another state has done it. Be a leader, be a leader. And they, they did not choose life. And what happened? Mm-hmm. The pro-abortion movement came to Kansas and they inserted abortion into their state constitution. And now it's, 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 it's a world of hurt to try to unravel that. It's, it's almost impossible to change the constitution unless you've got a boatload of blood money. It's tough to do. Um, and and I, I know we serve the God of the impossible, but looking at the looking at the statistics, um, they've won everywhere they've bulldozed this thing through. But um, but we're going to stand. And if it's standing like Tiananmen Square, if they they bulldoze us over, we're going to stand. We're not giving up. We're not going to quit. Um, and uh, the good news is, um, if if we lose, um, we we need to do it. We can do it again. We can we can put it on the ballot ourselves. But now we only need fifty percent and not sixty percent. So again, the the loss yesterday hurt. Um, but the only thing worse than losing that election was if we had won and then lost in November, locking in their victory, making it so that we had to get 60 percent to unravel that. So so it's almost well, impossible to change the Constitution, but we've got to do everything we can to make sure they don't corrupt our Constitution, our children and uh, and our babies up until birth uh, with with abortion until birth. It's it's appalling. It's barbaric. It is uh, it is it is it is good versus evil. And we're so, about to see so, whether Ohio will be a sheep state or a goat state. So, Janet, we've got uh, three months basically until Election Day, uh, a little bit less than that. And um, so, folks, if you're watching this show and you know anybody in Ohio, if you live in Ohio or you know anybody in Ohio, uh, you need to message these folks. You need to communicate with them and you need to let them know 
what's going on and that the and, and just encourage them that come November they have got to vote against the ballot, ballot measure on women's reproductive health. It's all you know. The left is they they take words and they spin them, uh, and they're masters at it. It has nothing to do with women's reproductive health. It has nothing to do with that. What this is about is Satan's attack on human life. Satan's attack on God's created order. He he's perverting. He's turning good into evil and evil into good. And this is wickedness at its highest level. It's the murder of the innocent. And it's the attack and mutilation of innocent children who don't even know what's good or right for them and are confused about how they feel. And, and folks, we have got to fight against this and God will help us, but we have to step into the fray. We have to do our part. So do you know people in Ohio? Do you have contacts in Ohio? What are you going to do to save innocent life in Ohio? That's the question today. And I don't mean to get melodramatic here, but that's exactly what's going on. I'm sure that there will be resources and material that come available uh, that you can use when the time comes to spread the word. I know that here at Truth and Liberty, we're going to do what we can to help in this fight. We'll communicate with our with our subscribers and our team there to, to help people do uh, stand up for life. But Janet, just real quickly, what can people do to help uh, come November? How, what are some practical things that they're going to be able to do? Sure. I think I think the messaging is very important. And just as we mentioned, uh, when we when we won on the ballot initiative, the only time I can remember when we won in the ballot initiative is when we said uh, an assisted suicide initiative in the early 90s. Uh, I was a part of fighting that uh, in Michigan. And it was B is bad. It was very simple. People got it. And we won. Uh, so yeah. much so that they never had another initiative B. At least they fought against having a B because they, they do. B is bad. All right. So what I think the message is, is to say no to the nightmare. Say no to the no. nightmare in November. That's the message. This is a nightmare. You go to bed in Ohio, you're going to wake up in New York. That's what's going to happen if we don't say no to the nightmare. What can you do? Um, one way um, is, is not only to pray. Which is powerful, um, but we need we need we need you to put your faith to action too. One way you can give uh, at f2a.org, f2a.org, uh, you can you can give. That's going to go directly to help uh, uh, the campaign um, and to, to help us fight for uh, for life and for uh, for these children. Um, but here's something else. I'm going to invite you. This is a personal invitation from an Ohioan to all of those who are not Ohioans, and that is come to our state. Jim Caviezel came. Uh, Carrie Lake came out and spoke and said, issue one, which by the way, it'll be issue one in November as well. She's the way she said is, it says, this is the number one issue. <laughs> and that's it. That's, this is the number one issue in the country right now, because it's going to affect not just Ohio, but every domino that may fall if we do too. Um, uh, we saw uh, Abby Johnson come and help us out. We need, I'd like to see President Trump come and speak out to, to, uh, to, to stand for life. We need help. And, and if, you've, if you are a voice or willing to be a voice, come, come spend some weeks with us, come help us, we need it. Because uh, this again is ground zero in the pro-life movement. And if again, if we lose in Ohio, they're coming after you next. Well, Janet, we've got a caller on the line now and I'd like to go ahead and give him a chance to ask his question of you. Uh, we, we've got Frank on the line from Missouri. And uh, Frank, thank you so much for calling into the Truth and Liberty Live Calling Show. What's your question today? Hey, uh, I got a friend in uh, in Ohio that's been I've been mentoring him for about forty five years. He's a uh, uh, executive teen challenge director there, and he 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 brought something up. Or it, it always comes up on my Facebook. So I reckon the 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 thing is about voting no for this uh, 
this bill or whatever that you're tra- that you're talking about. Yeah, so uh, so you know the, the the left is just sort of kind of juggling the thing around so that we we you know it's to me it's just a ball ball of confusion. Where, you know where they're going to get the thing done at. at. And and you know I like what Billy Graham s- said about uh, 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 yeah that uh, if if uh, if if we don't repent as a nation that God's going to raise up uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and uh, and apologize to it. Uh, uh, are you there? My, my my question my question is about Roe Ro, uh, versus Wade and the uh, and the confusion that's that's going on in this country. Yeah, it's just be, it's a it's a juggling act. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I was in City Hall, uh, Richard, from four o'clock to eleven thirty at night here in Rolland. This, and I had the last word. Praise the Lord. The brother anointed the doors. We sat there from four to uh, five yeah. o'clock, praying in the spirit. And awesome. and, and anyways, uh, it, it had half the room was LGBTQ, and the other half was uh, 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 conservative or, or Christian people. And uh, the blessing, the blessing of the Lord that uh, that we got the uh, the new agenda uh, or, or the old business was we're in trouble, yeah. man. Well, thank uh, you, Frank. Thousand, hey, Frank, what's your question for Janet? LBGTQ. Uh, the the new agenda was uh, why uh, uh, the, these three pastors stood up and said uh, we do not uh, want to have drag queen uh, shows across yeah. from city hall in the band shell. That was the new yeah. agenda. Okay. Yeah. So well, we're in so, trouble, man. All right. Well, thank you for calling. We really appreciate your input. Well, you know, so I want to say thank you to, I just want to say thank you to Frank for putting his faith to action. Yeah. You know, it, it, it takes effort. I mean, it, it, the, the price of liberty is eternal vigilance. We have got to, this is us. This is our government. We're, we the people, we're the sovereign. We're the ones who have the power and the control. All right. We've got to rein in on election integrity, but that's, that's a critical, critical issue. But right now where the battle's the hottest in the state of Ohio, uh, what we see, and, 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 and we see it all around. I remember back in the day when we were passing uh, uh, the partial birth abortion ban and parental notice and parental consent, there were Democrats that were on our bill. It was it was it was it wasn't as radical as it is today. I remember when we introduced that partial birth abortion ban, I thought to myself, they're not so radical that they're going to support this. Taking a child three fourths of the way born, sticking a pair of scissors in the skull and sucking the child's brains out this is this really what we're talking about this is what will be legal in november if we don't stop them and the thing that i learned is you can you can count on one thing you can count on the extremism of the enemy the enemy always overplays his hand and what i see happening we've talked about this before too richard is is that the wheat and the tares are coming to maturity the the good are getting are getting the light is getting brighter the, the 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 fruit of the evil is getting more and more wicked it is night and day and in these last days that's what it says we're supposed we're going to be seeing it's 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 not no longer this gray area anymore it's killing yeah. children till birth and beyond and 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 mutilating and castrating children without mom and dad knowing uh, or or we're going to stand and we're going to defend the laws we've passed in the last 50 years that's the choice life or death and i just want to state here publicly in the state of ohio 
um, with with some authority, having been involved in in these laws that we've put on the books, is that Ohio, I just want to state, Ohio chooses life. As for me and my state, we will serve the Lord. And we're going to, I don't know what this is going to look like fully. I'm going to get with God and I'm going to ask him for his strategy. But but mm-hmm. I know it involves the pastors, and I know it involves people even who care about life that may not live in Ohio that can come in and help us, because I'm just telling you, we need it. We need you right now. If you can't come to Ohio, then 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 get a check. And I'm just we're not into this to make money, but I'm telling you what, every dollar that comes in, we're gonna put it to save lives, to save children from having this this child abuse. It's 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 the child abuse of the transgender agenda, transgender agenda, and the the ultimate child abuse of abortion. That's what's on the ballot. That's what we've got to stand and fight. And the message is we're going to say no to the nightmare in November. That's it. No to the nightmare in November. And we have to remember, <laughs> Goliath lost. It's time to load the sling uh, because uh, November's coming. And, and we may have lost in this election yesterday, but um, but I'm telling you what, again, the only thing worse is if we would have lost, if we would have won and, and they would have won. We need to make sure that we can we can use everything we had. The dry run we had, the test run, uh, the dress rehearsal didn't do so well. But at least yeah. we got some people engaged. Now we need to engage the rest. You know, people, I think the average person out there, Janet, uh, tell me if you agree with this, but I think they vote. Um, when they vote, it's usually emotionally driven, right? They're voting for emotional reasons. They don't really sit there and look at facts and circumstance, all this sort of stuff, and be all logical. It's, uh, well, how do I feel about this? How do I feel about this issue? And and so the left here, you, you've already said it, they're going to present it as women's reproductive rights or per, an individual's reproductive health. Um, the way they put it, of course, the answer to that is yes. Of course, someone should have control over their own reproductive health care. The challenge on our side, though, is to peel back the deception of that phrasing and tell people what the issue really is, is this is really about the right of innocent children, both before and after birth, uh, to live and to be protected. And, you know, so... Um, uh, you know, abortion, um, I, I, it's almost to a point now where I don't even like to use the word abortion. I want to call it something else because it be, it has become so um, common in our vernacular that we're almost like not thinking about what it really is. What it really is, is it's the killing of an innocent human being that has done absolutely nothing wrong. There's no doubt today that a baby in the womb is just as much a person as any other person. They have a heartbeat, they have brain waves, they have feeling, they can feel pain. But even if they didn't have any of those things, they still have human DNA and a destiny from God to live out their life and to be born. And how can we not protect them? That's the question I want to ask Christians today is where is your compassion? I know you're tired and I know the fight is long, but where's your love? Where's your compassion for these innocent people? And and I think probably a more accurate and, and scientifically accurate word is is child dismemberment. It's 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 literally dismembering a child limb by limb. That's how abortions are done. This is a live infant with a beating heart, <clears throat> beating heart, a measurable heartbeat. You know, it's the same, and that's why we with the heartbeat bill. Look, let's use the same indicator that we measure for everybody else. There's not a hospital in America that doesn't have a heart monitor because a heartbeat is a sign of life. And so what they're saying is turn your backs on fellow human beings whose heartbeats can be measured and detected and heard and played for the mom. Well, turn your back on these human beings. Turn your back on these innocent children. And, and that's that's really what they want to do. And I just it just shows how cold and heartless this other side is. 
we're not talking about uh, your dad's Democratic Party. This is not your father's Democratic Party anymore. This is the party of of, of Karl Marx. This is the party of, uh, I'm going to just look at the list. It's the Communist Party, the Black Lives Matter, the homosexual agenda. It's, it's the, here's Democratic Socialists in there, Planned Parenthood, the ones that want to take your guns. This is not hyperbole. This was an announcement that was made by the mayor of Cleveland this week. Hey, once we kill children, we're going to take your guns. That's a summation. Um, but that's that's really where we are. It's light versus dark. It's good versus evil. It's life versus death. And if we don't, if this doesn't wake up the church, then you know what? Um, then then we deserve what we get. And 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 uh, I I just know this. I'm going to fight. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to go through the fire, as John Adams says, is that this refinement, that the furnace of affliction produces refinement for states in states as well as individuals. Well, Ohio's in the fire, but you said, as you said very clearly, there's there's a fourth man in the fire with us, and that's oh, Jesus. And we're going to come out without the smell of smoke with uh, with God's blessing, with God's mercy and his grace. Um, and we're going to make an appeal to heaven like our founding fathers did. It was our, it was our nation's first flag. It hung over our, our early Revolutionary War uh, Navy ships. It's what mm. gave us the victory over the most powerful nation on earth. We're going to appeal to God and we're going to we're going to look for him to answer us. And we're going to ask for his strategy, because right now, I mean, I know that's the general things to do the pray and the fast and the pastors and the messaging and the ads and the fundraising and the and the and the meetings and the rallies and all the things that need to be done but there's something more there's something more and i think there's a lesson that we've got to learn from 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 our founders you know what not just the pastors that that formed our our founders uh, rhetoric and our their belief system that founded our our constitution and our declaration of independence it's 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 the message of of why we're in this it's not just you know what I just want to go go back to life as usual and and that's what that's what a lot of people want and and, and certainly I want it too but you know what we've got to realize we have a calling that there is there is a responsibility for being born in the most the most uh, 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 free what used to be the most free nation on earth and and mm-hmm. I think that there's people who are watching that feel this heaviness I know I have. Where, where you see our country burning down, you see the deliberate destruction of the United States of America and the weaponization of our government against President Trump. Um, you look at the rallies. I saw a meme the, yesterday, and it says why, why, why the government is coming after President Trump, and it's because the people support him. The people want freedom. The people want to back a man with results. But, but there's a heaviness that we've got to break off. You know, if it would be okay with you, uh, Richard, I'd just like to pray that off right now. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I just think that there's there's this oppressiveness that comes when you watch what they're doing to our nation and uh, and what they're doing in our state. So would it be okay if we just pray real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Let's pray. You go ahead. So, Father, we just I just pray right now. Uh, I just repent uh, for letting uh, the giant report influence what I believe. That the giant's too big, or there's nothing we can do, or that we should stay out of it. Father, I just break the lies over America, over the state of Ohio, and we come out of agreement with discouragement, despair, and the spirit of heaviness. And so, Father, you said that 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 praise uh, is is what lifts off that spirit of heaviness. And so, Father, we praise you. And, yes. and we we thank you, no matter what what it looks like. We are we choose to praise you, thank you, and trust you, even in this dark time, even in this dark time. And you said in Isaiah sixty that that deep darkness will cover the earth, but that that what you're going to do is that you're going to see the glory of the Lord come upon us. That we're that, that there'll be nations that come because of the light that is shining. And I I pray for that. I pray that Ohio becomes a light 
that there is a shift, that the, the statements that I've heard since I was a kid, that as Ohio goes, so goes the nation. Let others join us in the battle for Ohio so that it can send a message to the nation that this bulldozer cannot run, ram roughshod over our, over our children, over our unborn children, over our born children, that it will not happen on our watch. And Father, I pray that there would not only be a, a breaking off of this heaviness, but there would be a, courage, a courage that comes, especially on pastors, to, to, to break from the lie that they've got to censor their message, put a gag around their own mouths. It's a lie from the pit of hell. And we're going we're gonna to break that. Father, I pray that you break that. And I pray that you, uh, you raise up an army in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I, amen. And I just want to invite all the, everybody who's watching right now this show uh, to agree. Just close your eyes and let's all pray together. Let's all agree on everything that Janet just said. Lord, we just agree is touching all of that. Father, uh, that you would do those things. And I pray right now, God, that the, that your people and uh, in the state of Ohio, God, would rise up now with a spirit of courage and boldness and renewed dedication. And they would draw a line in the sand and say, no, devil, you have gone too far. You will not go any further. And they will not. we will not allow this to be done in the state of Ohio. And I pray you would just erect a wall, Father God, in that state against this tide of wicked and ungodliness, Father, that the, 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 the devil and his followers, God, are rejoicing in their darkness right now. And I pray you would bring them to shame in Jesus' name and that you would stop this wickedness, that there'd be deep compassion and love and that would arise in the hearts of millions of people in the state of Ohio as they would rise up and stand on behalf of the innocent, on behalf of the helpless, uh, to defend them, God, from the oppressor, and that their eyes would be opened so that they would see clearly what the issue is. And not not be deceived by fancy words, God, and, and selfish, uh, you know, carnal agendas in Jesus' name. Let the church, let the, let pastors and leaders, God, rise up, Father God, and, and just empower them and bring in the assets, bring in the resources, bring in the money, the advertising, whatever it might take, Father, or just do it sovereignly by the power of your spirit and your mighty hand in Jesus' name. And I ask, God, that all people everywhere in Ohio and around the nation would be encouraged today, not discouraged, that divine strategies would be loosed in their hearts, in Janet's heart, in their minds, that they would know what to do and how to do it, just like Gideon, God, didn't know what to do, but he moved forward, Father God, until he had the revelation, and you delivered the enemies of Israel into his hand with a supernatural uh, event, God, as you slayed the Midianites. I pray you would do the same thing, God, not physically, Father God, but of course, Lord, just destroy them uh, organizationally, financially, and bring their messages to naught and all their strategies to not and preserve the innocent and the helpless in the state of Ohio and let the name of Jesus Christ be exalted and glorified and worship because of this victory. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I just want to say one more thing. And when, when things look dark and bleak, keep in mind that this is when God does his best work. He works beauty Amen. from ashes. Took the worst day yeah. in human history, the very worst day. And it's the only day on the calendar that we call good. God is a God of resurrection power, right? Amen, so we're going to join together. We're going to say no to the nightmare in November. And if you'd like no to join to us, nightmare. you can uh, be a part of it at f2a.org, faith to action, uh, and uh, and come. Come join us uh, or help us in any way you can with your prayers, with your support, and uh, with your presence. So, Amen. And uh, we're just very grateful. I look forward to seeing you at the conference in September and can't wait to, uh, to see you and Andrew and the, the whole team. Well, Janet, we have another we have another segment coming, so don't sign oh, off yet. You know, okay, we do. I thought that clock hour. means we're running out. 
<laughs> no, that's just this this segment, and we've got some callers on the line, and we're going to take them when we come right back. We've got some announcements coming up, folks, so don't leave us. You're, this is the Truth and Liberty Live call-in show, and we'll be right back. Andrew has many conferences and seminars around the globe each year. For the latest information on Andrew's complete speaking schedule, visit our website at awmi.net slash events. created with a purpose, written in the heart of God, long before you were born. He is calling you to find it. We want to help you experience His unconditional love, to be equipped and empowered to become a world changer. Hey, you know, a big part of what we do here at Truth and Liberty is to provide you with the resources that you need in order to stand for truth in the public square. So I want to remind everybody to go to our website and check out our resources page at truthandliberty.net slash resources, where you can find material that discusses just about every issue we're facing today in our culture. And these are things that are prepared by our strategic partners and some of the uh, most influential and important organizations in America today. Well, we're back now on the Truth and Liberty Live call-in show. Thank you guys for watching today. It's been an amazing program so far, and we are not done. Uh, we've got another segment here coming up with Janet Porter, the head of Faith to Action and uh, the one of the great leaders of the pro-life movement in America today. And I'm just honored to have Janet with us. And we've got some callers on the line. I want to go to those now. Uh, and uh, let's go to Marsha from Texas. Marsha, thank you for calling into Truth and Liberty. Uh, what's your question or comment? this uh today uh, very quickly i very 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 much appreciate your show and i'm going to preface you. my question very very briefly with a couple of things one is okay i get seriously attacked when i say something like abortion is murder first first comment second is i was in a museum uh in canada that had a fetus encased in glass and at nine weeks old was fully formed as a human body and thirdly, this, this is a growing body inside of a person's body. I don't understand how they cannot understand. And here's my question. How is it that women cannot understand, comprehend, or admit that this is murder? And why can the United States of America not understand it should be treated that way? Well, yeah, thank you, Marsha, for I, your question. Answer that? Yes, please, sure. you just go for it. I appreciate you calling up, Marcia. Uh, I used to think that because it's so clear to us that we can see this is a baby, any child can see this is, a, this is a human being. I used to think, give me give me one hour, give me 10 minutes with anybody. I could show them the truth and that they would believe it. But you know what? It didn't work that way. And, and that's because everything at the core is spiritual. There is a, a deceptive spirit that is blinding the eyes of people. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, was, there's a couple ways to describe it. One was, was, was done as we would go around. We met with uh, over 200 members of Congress with Tom DeLay and uh, 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 Rochelle Heidelbaugh, who's post-abortive, would come with us. And she'd tell her story about how she had two abortions. She was raped. She had abortions. And she, uh, she tells the story. She says, let me ask you something. If you had a person who was standing out on a ledge 
and he's suicidal. All the emotions. Maybe someone just dumped by their by their you know their significant other, and they they want to commit suicide, or they want, or they, maybe they're across the table from you. They want to kill themselves. And would you say, you know what? If that's your choice, if you want to kill yourself, here's a loaded gun. I'm going to hand it over to you. Have at it. That would be cruel. We would never do that, right? But yet when a woman is in crisis, what we do is say, well, you know what? We can make the problem go away. And they lie to people and they tell all kinds of things that this will never bother you, which is another one of the great lies of, of, of our time. Um, and 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 they they end up re regretted. I mean, uh, Carrie Lake, I saw her this week. She said, women have never regretted having children. But many, we, we hear from them all the time, those who have regretted having abortions. But it is so obvious. You're very right. I'll tell you one, one little story. I was at the University of Cincinnati one time, and uh, I, I liked I liked when you had the microphone and you had like, it was outside, right? It was, we had the table set up with the fetal models. And I like taking all questions. Let them come, you know? And, and, and so this woman comes up to me and she says, you need to quit calling it a baby. It's a fetus, which is, of course, the Latin word, which means unborn child, developing human, young one. Same thing. We don't use Latin when we talk about pregnant woman, talk about the gravitas. You, know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't do that, right? Um, gravitas, I think, is the Latin word for pregnant woman. We just never do. Um, we we insist on it here because it masks the humanity of the child. So this woman's got a three-year-old uh, on her arm, and and she was saying, you know, we got to quit calling it a baby. It's a fetus. And I'm trying to explain the two mean the same thing. And in the middle of our discussion, her three-year-old interrupts her, tag, tugs on her arm and says, looks at the fetal models, the fetal models, the unborn babies, the, 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 the scientifically accurate models of these babies. And in the middle of our discussion, when she's insisting it's not a, fe not a baby, her three-year-old child points to the models and says, look, mommy, babies. And uh, that debate was over. Um, and I think she went to re-education re camp after that. But that's the point. A child can see it. It's so obvious. Um, and yet... They don't get it. Some get it. Some understand it, and they don't care. Um, but there are many women who are in crisis who are being talked into something that they think is going to solve their problem. Um, but uh, you never solve a problem by uh, by killing an innocent child. And so, uh, uh, yeah, we want a solution that both the mother and the child can live with, and that's what we're working for in the pro-life movement. Thanks, Marcia. Marcia, that's an amazing answer, Jen. I, I'm, of course, a man, so I'm automatically disqualified. But you are uh, not just joking, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> but Marsha, from my observation, it seems to me that um, the thing that is offensive about restricting abortion to people that are, you know, ag against uh, what we want to do is is the idea that it deprives a woman of of her own control over her own decisions. Um, that you you know they they talk about oh the government you know telling a woman what to do with her own body and invading and all this sort of thing, um, and and they allow that that motivation to trump the reality that they're uh, of the the superior moral claim of the baby inside of them, um, and so it's really is. Um, goes back to have they received the love of the truth? Do they love the truth enough to um, to do what is right, or are they going to do and insist on the right to do what is convenient uh, for whatever reason? Uh, can be an extreme inconvenience as opposed to protecting the innocent. So it's it's the it's really a sin issue when it gets down to it. It's sin. And it's uh, light versus darkness as the bottom line. And like Janet said, it's a spiritual issue. We're battling spiritual darkness here. And, and Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what this is. He's killing through abortion and he's deceiving people 
with the uh, deceptiveness of sin dangling that in front of them and saying, this is the better way. This is the easy way. This is the way that will make life better for you. You need to have the right to do this. And people take the bait and it's a sin issue. And we've got to confront them with the truth. So thank you. One more thing. One more thing I'd add is that the truth is hate for those who hate the truth. And that's, that's really as simple as it gets. That's that's what we're facing. That's a good one. Truth is hate to the people who hate the truth. Wow. Okay, next we want to go to Jennifer from the Garden State of New Jersey. Jennifer, thanks for calling in today. Hi, Richard. Hi, Janet. Thank you so much. I totally agree with your powerful prayers. Blind eyes need to be opening. There's no way that those who maybe think, oh, women's rights versus against um, children, their, their eyes need to be open with this latest CDC recommendation that uh, chest feeding via cocktails of chemicals for men to feel as if they're breastfeeding babies. Where's the legislation going to be to protect these babies that are being put to the fake breasts of men who think that they're women that are going to be poisoned? There's nothing that's going to resemble breast milk. I think blind eyes have to be opening this. I think the enemy's way overplaying his hand and people are like, wait a minute. This has gone too far. This needs to stop. It's unbelievable. um, It's insanity. You know, as someone pointed out this week that that five years ago, even five years ago, we would not have imagined that we'd be in this place where they're mutilating and castrating children and they want to do it without parental consent and abortion to birth and beyond. We wouldn't have thought that we would be, you know, be in this place. Um, And yet here we are. Where are we going to be five years from now if we don't stand and and stop it? Um, And and it it reminds me, you mentioned your your, your thing. I just had a a memory of of a woman dressed as a man, pretending to be a man, calling herself a man, uh, standing up at the hearing in in the Ohio legislature saying that that she uh, she had an abortion. No, no, that he had an abortion. I'm like, look, you can't have it both ways. Um, it's it's just crazy. This this loony bin that we are in. It's a circus, and somebody needs to stand up and say the emperor has no clothes. And that's a hate crime now, apparently. But that's this is where we are. That 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 again, truth is hate for those who hate the truth. We've got to stand up and speak truth anyway to shine a light in the darkness anyway. Because in the battle between darkness and light, light wins. Uh, every right. time. And so it doesn't take a lot of light, but uh, but light will win in that battle with darkness. Yeah. No, it's, uh, Jennifer, what a, it's just insane. I mean, how, how do you, how do you describe a regulation like that from the CDC or a fine, you know, a proposal like that, that uh, it's just absolutely bizarre. So I think what we need to do as, as we fight for truth is um, to expose those things and call them for what they are and use that as an example of where this insanity is going, um, just like Janet just did. And, and then we need, just need to be in prayer and uh, fight and, uh, uh, on every front. It's really incredible. Uh, but thank you for calling in. We really appreciate your support and for your call today. Next, I want to go to Lydia in the wonderful state of North Carolina who's calling in today. Lydia, thanks for calling. What's your question? Yes, I was like to thank Miss Janet and you, Mr. Richard, for all y'all do for for us. And my question was, what can a visitor, which my son is visiting Ohio for a conference, what can a visitor do short term to help with this fight against the ballot for women's reproductive health? That's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I sure appreciate it. Uh, it. It's 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 one of the things we can do because there is power in prayer and declaration. 
the common and 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 just add your voice to those of us who are fighting on the front lines in Ohio uh, to to make declarations uh, that that as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. We choose life, um, and and to join with the efforts on the ground. Uh, we're going to be having a, a list of what's happening, the different events, what's going on at f2a.org, the Faith Two Action website. Faith, the number two action, or the shortcut is F, the number two, the letter A.org, um, and you can also give uh, and 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 help us as we uh, as we build this messaging to tell people uh, no to the nightmare, say no to the nightmare in November. That's the, that's it. Because again, I I picture a commercial, and I tell you what I see. I see somebody thinking about whether they want to vote or not, and and uh, and they go to bed and they say, you know, I don't know, and they maybe they're pregnant, maybe they've got little kids, and and they wake up and they hear the news of of, of what Ohio turned into the nightmare that that is uh, is a reality if we don't say no, if we don't rise up and stop it. And I'll tell you what, um, again, we go to bed in Ohio, we may wake up in New York or the, the California fornication of Ohio, as they say, uh, where they're trying to, to insert their agenda into the Constitution and do it uh, with 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 blood money. That's just let's be honest. It's it's blood money. It's dark money. It's money from the Marxists who want to change and transform. They've got a plan. Can I can I tell you, Lydia? They've got a plan of where they want to take America, and it is not where we want to go. And we've got to like look back and not just fight. I, I'm so tired of reacting, responding, of, of of defending a shrinking piece of real estate, of always playing defense. That's one of the things that I believe when God gave me the idea for the heartbeat bill. For once, we actually got to put them on the defense to actually say, you know what, we're going to protect uh, every child whose heartbeat can be heard. And they had to rally and scramble to fight us. Now we're in a defensive position that I hate being in. I'd rather be on the offense. I'd rather advance the kingdom of God. And we're going to get there again one day soon. Um, but right now we've got to defend uh, and 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 hold the line um, and say not on our watch. This this far and no farther. You will not. You will not interject this radical abortion till birth, child mutilation agenda into the state of Ohio. Because again, I think I think I mentioned they're announcing already. They've come to the swing state of Ohio. They want to go to Florida next. You see the, you see the strategy in this? They're setting it up for 2024. They want to bring out the vote so that so that they can influence the presidential election coming up. And I just think we need to, we need to get on our faces before God. This is not business as yeah. usual. You know, uh, I I uh, uh, brought a book with me when I spoke at last year's conference called Live Not By Lies. It's written by a guy who was a, a former Soviet dissident. This is what he said when he saw the communists come in and take over the silencing of uh, of, 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 of what happened and the silencing of, of, of Christians, the silencing of, of even average speech, that politically correct, uh, and we put this in our sitcom episode, politically correct was first coined in the, in the Soviet Union. Right? It was to silence dissent. It was to, to quash religion. And they sent people to gulags because they were not politically correct. What did he do in Russia? This is what he said. Only a total life commitment to Christ will enable us, enable them to withstand the coming trial. We are facing a, crum, a coming trial of, of America that is right now, uh, President Trump says, we're going to hell right now. What's with this handbasket? Where are we going? And what's with this handbasket? We're not headed in the right direction. We're falling from a cliff and we've got, to, we've got to get it back. But it is not without a cost. It is not without, it's not business as usual. Just go out and vote. And people they sent me pictures of their little vote stickers. That's not enough. That, that's not that's not enough anymore. We've got to do more than that, and we've got to do whatever it takes. That's what Winston Churchill says. Sometimes you have to do more than your best. You have to do whatever it takes. And that's where we are in Ohio, and that's where we are in America. 
Well, uh, Lydia, your son, I don't know if maybe he could, you know, the people that he meets when he goes to Ohio, maybe he can form relationships there, stay in touch with them. Maybe they can keep him posted on what's going on and he can uh, work with them to help get the word out. Um, and, uh, you know, get on Facebook, get on Twitter, get on Instagram, get on social media, uh, and start talking about this issue and encouraging, uh, Ohioans to stand up for life. What city is he in? Do you know where, where, where he's going to be? Is he in Cleveland, uh, he Columbus, didn't. Cincinnati? He, he didn't say. I Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cause but, I can plug yeah. him into some places locally, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. You can you can text me offline or, or or ask a question. We can we can get them plugged in. But the most the, the way that I can recommend right now to everybody is f the number two the letter a dot org f two a dot org. We're gonna get we're gonna get people plugged in from there. Yeah. Uh, well, Lydia, thank you for your question. We really appreciate it. Well, folks, we've got about fifteen minutes, a little bit less than that, left in today's show. So if you've got a question for Janet or a comment. Uh, please call in at 719-619-2341. And I, I want to circle back, if we can, Janet, to this whole question of what they're doing the, uh, to allow abortion up to birth. Now, Colorado has done it where we live. So we have become an abortion destination state, an abortion tourism that I, that makes me want to throw up right there, that just saying that phrase. But in a, literally an abortion tourism state. People will come here to get an abortion and then they go skiing, they do whatever, you know. It's absolutely repulsive. That's what they're trying to do in Ohio. And, and you know, even the, even the most darkest socialist... Con, um, let, me, let me say it this way. The socialist countries of Europe, the farthest left nations other than America, except for communist countries, have some restriction on abortion. This measure will make Ohio, Colorado, California, and those like it, on par with China, Cuba, Venezuela. Now, Venezuela probably has some abortion restriction. North Korea, right? These murderous Mm -hmm. regimes. Uh, This is what we're talking about. And uh, how can this happen in America? How can we stand by and let it happen? Well, the only thing that that is Proposition One again, it's it's, it's November seventh. Uh, that this is the nightmare in November. We need to say no to that nightmare. Um, but that is the only thing it doesn't have is forced abortions like they have in China. That's the only thing that that I think that's not in there because um, it's abortion to birth and beyond with partial birth abortion. That ban is struck down, as well as uh, that you know that mutilation and castration of children. It's just appalling. Um, but I want to say something. That I I just want to tell you something, I, and I felt this when I went to your last conference. I want to encourage people to go. When when I went to the Truth and Liberty conference that you hosted last year, I left with such hope in my heart. The fact mm-hmm. that you guys are there in Colorado, you are there to be salt and light in a dark and decaying place. That that mm-hmm. it doesn't take a lot of salt. It doesn't take uh, uh, um, even a majority, as we saw even in the founding of America. Twenty five percent supported That's the right. Revolutionary War. Seven to eight participated, and here we are in America, having conquered the most powerful nation on earth. This is this is what what I know about God. He is famous for helping the underdog. He even told Gideon's army, "Hey, you know what? Forget all your troops," and he pared it down to three hundred. That may be yes. where we feel like we are right now. But I I know this, uh, and I, I I stood last night as we were praying together. And, and I say to, 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 to the giants in the land, like David, what did David do? 
He wasn't watching the giant report on CNN or MSNBC, no, 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 the, 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 or the, the Canaanite News Network. He wasn't talking about how big Goliath was and how big his sword was. He's undefeated, you know, and he's, he's got an army behind him. No, no, no. He, he looked, his eyes were on God. And he said, Amen. who is this uncircumcised Philistine yes. that dare defy the armies of the living God? That's what we say to the giants who face us. That's what we've got to realize, that, that God is famous for working through remnants. And the fact that you are there in Colorado, the fact that we're here in Ohio, I was planning on moving to Florida by now, but I think God wanted me to stick around a little longer um, because, because the fact that we're here changes the atmosphere. You know what's funny is um, yes. I'm going to pull this up. I wasn't planning on saying this. But but when we started the when we started uh, with the heartbeat bill, um, they said it couldn't be done. Let me let me just read you what uh, and this is on my website at f2a.org. Uh, first off, USA Today said Porter's vision is no longer extreme; it's now the norm. That's from USA Today. Mm-hmm. They we started off and we were the extremists and we want to protect babies with beating hearts, right? But let me let me tell you my favorite quote. It was a quote that was that was played on NPR, and they're saying, let me let me read you. That, that when they talked about what happened in Ohio and now 15 other states with heartbeat laws, they said, what changed that allowed these laws to start to move forward? They said, it's not that Janet Porter moved to the, to the, to the, min, to, excuse me, to the, to the mainstream. It, listen to this. It's that the entire political reality shifted around her. That's what National Public Radio said. This political reality can shift around us. Do you understand that that, that yes. we have the God of resurrection power living in us? One of the things I love about Andrew Womack, there's many things I love about Andrew Womack, and this is it. We've got to quit. He says this. I wrote it down. We need to quit begging God for what he's already given us. We need to start cashing the checks he's paid for. We need to take the land and understand that when we have the, the God of resurrection power living in us, then the entire political reality can shift around us. And, and you know what? It doesn't take, and I remember when we passed heartbeat, there was, I could count my friends on one hand. There were times when we filled up the state house to overflowing and in, in record numbers, but you know what? There were times when it was just a handful of us. I could count my friends literally on one hand, but, but it's not about that. It's not about a, a big army. It's about a big God. And if, if, yes. if you are, are impressed with the size of your enemy, then your God is too, is too small and your enemy is too big. And that's it. And so that's really where we are right now. We need to keep our eyes on God. And you know what, 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 when we look at Abraham, when he was there and he was lobbying God for, for, for him to intervene, not to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And he said, for 10 righteous, he would have spared it. He, he said, for 10, will you do it? And, 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 and I want to say there's more than 10 righteous in every city in this state. There's more than 10 righteous, especially with your ministry there in Colorado. I have great hope. And, and, and I know what the things look like. I know the circumstances look like, but I know that God is greater than all of it. And he works through Amen. remnants who are willing to stand. Amen. Amen. Wow. That is awesome. And I agree a hundred percent with that. Um, you know, uh, you're absolutely right. We need to see the end from the beginning and we need to claim it by faith and believe that God is big enough to deliver that into our hands, which of course he is. So, uh, Janet, we stand with you. We stand with you by faith. Folks, I just want to say, if you 
uh, if you're discouraged, if you're needing uh, to get fired up and and re uh, you know reinvigorated on on what God's called you to do, how to change this country, if you want to connect with other organizations who are in the fight and and uh, learn about how things are going and what what uh, resources are available, there's no place better than the Truth and Liberty Conference in September. Janet's going to be speaking there. Uh, Lucas Miles will be speaking. David Barton, Chad Connolly, Muhammad Faridi, who's got an absolutely incredible story and testimony. And um, uh, uh, and several others, including Alex McFarland and Andrew Womack and myself. And we're going to have some workshops, and it's going to be awesome. So be sure to register and make it out. We've got another caller on the line here, and it's Gladys, who uh, is uh, an Andrew Womack Ministries uh, partner and Truth and Liberty partner uh, from the great state of Georgia. Gladys, thanks for calling today. How are you? I am blessed, brother Richard. How are you? I'm blessed. Thank you. I love Miss Porter. Wow, you are a, you are a powerhouse. I love it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I was the kid yeah, who was afraid to give a, 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 a. I just want to mention, I was a kid who was afraid to give a speech, Gladys. So if God can work through me, He can work through anybody. Amen, amen. I was going to ask. We put. We think we put the right uh, politicians, the right uh, Republicans in office in the states, but when they get to Washington. They become totally different. They become rhinos. What happens in Washington? I'm just wondering. It's a political spirit. Remember what I mentioned earlier is that everything at the core is spiritual. That's where it all begins, right there in the spirit. I remember one time I was in the United States Senate when we were voting on the marriage amendment. And it was such a atmosphere. I pretty much can pray wherever I wherever I go. But I remember being in the Senate, I felt so agitated as we're debating whether we, de we can protect marriage between one man and one woman. The spiritual assault that was going on, I, I wasn't comfortable. I kept changing seats. I couldn't, I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't pray. And I'm like, oh, that's what's going on. This is a spiritual battle. This is, this is what's trying to keep us from, from what's going on. And, and, and I think that, that what we've got to understand is greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. That we've got to understand that we, that armor that we wear, it's because we're in a war. Most people don't realize they were born into a battlefield. And that armor, I put it on every day. And if I get hit by an arrow, I'm like, oh, I forgot the armor. I'm going to put that back on because it's real. It's, it's a spiritual, it's, 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 we're told to put it on in Ephesians 6 because it's real. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of the gospel of peace, the sword of spirit, the shield of faith. It doesn't take long to be well-equipped. And what we've got to understand is, is we're up against uh, some, 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 some enemies that want to kill us, steal from us and destroy us. And that's, uh, that's really what we're up against. And, um, but, but, but here's something else I heard said once, don't, don't, don't be discouraged. Don't, don't let this, this, this enemy, uh, uh, discourage you because if, if he could, Satan would kill every one of us, but he can't because God's hand is on us. We're protected by the blood of Jesus, by the name of Jesus and, 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 uh, the armor of God and the prayers as we, as we step out in faith, God is faithful. And you know what? We 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 ask God to uh, to to pray Psalm ninety one. You know, no weapon formed against us will prosper. This is all true. Every word in that book, every promise that God gave us is true. You can take it to the bank. We just need to stand on it. And somebody needs to act like the word of God is true. And I think it's time we do that in Ohio and across the country. Amen. Amen. Man, Janet, you're getting me fired up. This is wonderful. Uh, uh, let me t uh, just mention something here. Um, I want to go back to something that was said earlier, um, really, and it, it's that 
we're, we're, the only thing we're not doing is forcing women to have abortions, and that's true. But one thing people don't realize is that these radical abortion, pro-abortion laws in California and everywhere else, uh, Colorado, they are enabling sex traffickers and human traffickers. They're enabling these people who are holding women in bondage and slavery. Um, and and uh, if you haven't seen the film, uh, Sound of Freedom, everybody needs to go see this incredible film. Just yesterday I saw in the news a big pedophile bust in Australia uh, of international where they had these uh, these children who were trafficked and they had, it's just unspeakable what's going on. And women are being victimized by these, um, they're basically modern day slave masters. And when they get pregnant, they take them to the abortion mill, to the Planned Parenthood, and they force them to have an abortion. If they don't, they will beat them up, kill them, do whatever they have to do. Uh, and, and so we have got to put a stop to that in, in addition. So um, it, it, all of this wickedness is tied together. LGBT, sex trafficking, abortion, it's all tied in together. And uh, so we've got to fight it on every single front that we have, um, have available to us. And that's just my two cents on that subject, Janet. Feel free to comment on that. But I also, before sure. we end today, I want you to I want you to just share with our viewers, if you would, just kind of your personal walk with the Lord. How do you stay positive? How do you stay in faith? Because you take on these jobs that are bigger than what I, you know, the average person even dreams about doing, and you stay so fired up. How do you do that? Well, first, let me talk about the the Sound of Freedom, excellent film. There's a reason why Hollywood isn't uh, isn't promoting it and why they're blacklisting it. But I remember you talked about the sex traffic kids that are that are being forced to have abortions. It's happening right now. Um, and and James O'Keefe, you remember when they did an undercover sting operation in Planned Parenthood, mm -hmm. and they said, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take these girls in and get abortions, and you know they're, they're we're the pimps and they're they're working for us, and you know these are all underage minors. That's these are these are these are this a crime that should have been reported. But they were all too happy to go and have those kids uh, uh, forced to have an abortion against their will. So, so it is, it is, it's beyond what you can imagine in, in the in the realm of evil. That's that's where it is. So, how do you overcome that? Um, it, it, God said, Jesus said th that I will keep them in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on me. That that uh, you don't want to have self-inflicted discouragement by by getting most of your input from the media. I have actually have not had a television since 2010, um, and that's been helpful. I used to be the news junkie. I'd shake and see what, you know, wow. you can't even watch Fox News anymore. It's no longer, you know, uh, a legitimate news source. But I, I think that uh, One American News is much better. But I, I think that that's the key is, is time with God, that nothing Nothing beats the presence of God to see the face of God in in, in your mm -hmm. in your in your quiet time with him. And honestly, I I, I got up this morning around four to because we need answers. I mean, we're on the brink right now. Yeah, we're in a. Can you think about it? You're not so happy and you're not so encouraged, but I'll tell you what, God is greater. That's it, mm -hmm. and we need His strategy, and He gave yeah. us His strategy. I mean, how many years we lost with heartbeat? We lost for a decade before we finally got mm -hmm. the bill through, but we wow. wouldn't quit. People say, "How did it happen?" We just wouldn't give up. It's perseverance, and that's that's the key. You want to you want to advance the kingdom of God. You're going to have obstacles. You're going to have hurdles. You're going to have giants, but you persevere. And you're going to if you're going through hell, Winston Churchill says, "Keep moving, go through it." And that's what we're going to do in the state of Ohio. 
And uh, and we're going to say no to the nightmare in November. And we uh, we ask for your help because uh, you Amen. can tell um, we're up against the giant like we've never seen. But God, God sits in heaven and they're like grasshoppers to him. Well, uh, we've got just a few seconds. Truth and Liberty followers, are you with me? Are we going to support Ohio uh, in favor of life? I believe we will. Janet, thanks for joining us today. Thank you to everybody for watching. God bless you, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining today's Truth and Liberty livecast. You can watch today's and past livecasts in our archives at truthandliberty.net. Our goal is to educate Christians and connect them with resources and organizations to help them impact their sphere of influence. You can help us accomplish this by making a donation at truthandliberty.net slash donate. Join us next time for more Truth and Liberty.